Hello and welcome back to Ayahuasca Assisted Therapy Podcast. My name is Dina Itzel. I'm here with my sister Libby again. Probably most of you who, who follow the podcast know her already. And this is going to be a very uh, yummy, interesting episode today. <clears throat> I wanted you to come on, sister, to talk about some things that happened, you know, uh, in the recent past that we didn't cover in the previous podcast. And I think a lot of people can um, relate to it. And we were talking about how when, when we are healing ourselves and changing our behavior and changing how we respond to different things, changing old patterns, um, sometimes when we get into very stressful situation, when we feel very overwhelmed and we think that, okay, we are, we are good, you know, we changed that behavior. <laughs> and then sometimes we can regress back into old behaviors when, when we are under extreme stress or when we feel emotionally overwhelmed. And, and these can be great triggers to kind of see you know how well we can manage you know to keep up those good behaviors that we have been creating and 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 uh, putting into practice um so as as we talk about here with the medicine as well i think one of the main characteristic of the medicine is that if you work with this medicine in a conscious and responsible way just really help you to uproot these self-limiting and self-destructive patterns and 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 center you and ground you in your own power so even when you get into uh, intensity get into triggers big triggers or overwhelming situations you are able to hold that anchor and you are not falling back so to say we even use these words falling back into the old <laughs> behavior and patterns so uh, long story short for just for the intro thank you so much sister for coming and i so appreciate you and thank you for all your help you know we we have this room on clubhouse if you don't know about it check it out link in the description where we have these live rooms about ayahuasca and ayahuasca integration every second week and Libby helps me to moderate that room and, and it's been so much fun, you know, the last few months. We met uh, so many cool people there. So I really appreciate that and, and your willingness and openness, you know, to talk about these things and really, you know, to bring your biggest fears and to communicate it into the world. Like I think that takes, you know, a lot of courage. So I just want to acknowledge that. And uh, yeah, my question is, so I just want to start with that last year, you know, you got COVID and I know that this, a lot of people, you know, now this after this two or two and a half years, we, we all have certain association to this world and probably when this word is said, most people have some kind of fear and anxiety, you know, uh, within them because uh, everything that we've been through as a collective, you know, humanity, so um, yeah, tell me about a little bit that experience. That how was that for you? That you're having this like cool, calm, quiet, relaxed life, and then boom, suddenly <laughs> this happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, this is something that is very just an amazing practice for me to be able to speak, um, you know, and use my throat chakra in this way. Um, my throat is one of the reasons why actually it's probably the ultimate reason why I ended up sitting with the medicine in the first place and um, ultimately going through this process. So um, 
Also, Nina, so well said that introduction. Um, I just, I'm sure anyone who that um, has stumbled upon this room or comes to this room religiously, not room, this uh, podcast um, can relate to everything that you just said. And, you know, just one more thing, uh, definitely check out the clubhouse. Um, it's been really wonderful for us to be able to come together as a community every Tuesday, um, you know, depending on what time zone you're in. I'm in Mountain Standard Time, so three o'clock in the afternoon every Tuesday, Mountain Standard Time. Uh, you could do your time change uh, on your own there, but um, it's just an amazing uh, refresher and to be able to um, talk to someone like Nina um, for free is uh, also a huge bonus. So definitely check it out if you can, if you need um, a link to the clubhouse, we'll figure out to, how to get that to you. So yeah, to go back to the subject of this, um, very interesting, potentially controversial, um, maybe triggering podcast. Um, something that is, you know, super interesting for me is that I actually um, went through my integration. Um, my integration after sitting with the medicine started just before, um, the COVID pandemic, um, started in March. So, um, just, you know, a quick recap. I, uh, I started my pre-integration work with Nina in October of 2019. I sat with the medicine in December of 2019. And then, you know, the first three months of, the integration were the first three months of 2020. And then, um, you know, month four, all of a sudden it was COVID. So the whole world shut down. So as Nina kind of implied, I was living this like very um, quiet, pretty calm life all of a sudden um, after, you know, pretty much a, almost a lifetime of anxiety and um, just living in fear, which, which was what brought my anxiety, depression, and chronic pain into my life. So it was very interesting to be, um, you know, forced to go inward by society in a way um, that also coincided so wonderfully with this um, pandemic. So um, I, I was actually, I, I think that I was really lucky to have had that blessing um, in disguise. And it was just another opportunity for me to look for the good in, um, in um, a situation like this. So yes, I, um, so it is also like such a time warp nowadays to put together these years because like just the world has changed so much and society has changed with it a little bit. So, you know, that was that full year of integration was all of 2020 for me. And so, you know, whatever, you know, whatever happened with society and COVID and people's triggers and everything happened throughout that year. And then 2021 started. And then, um, you know, we all lived with this like heightened sense of, um, you know, whatever it was, I kind of like took it as fear mongering. So, um, I was really just listening to myself and, um, staying true to myself and choosing, you know, 
my own path and standing in my own power throughout pretty much most of this. Um, and so, <laughs> yes, when I did get a positive test result for this illness in, it was uh, late July of 2021, it was really one of those first experiences for me um, after making all of these profound changes in my life and not really quite experiencing um, such a such a situation where I reverted back into this fear. I noticed just immediately. Um, I don't know what it like. You could call it the triggers, the shadows, the all of the things <laughs> that I thought that I um, had grown out of, and um, you know, just gotten past and changed. They just came like rushing back in so quickly. And not only was I, you know, going through getting over these physical symptoms, but I was also extremely aware of how maybe I wasn't as good as I thought that I was. And, you know, then you like get down on yourself for, um, oh, I thought I was over that, but like, now I have all this anxiety and fear all over again. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, it's not working. Well, <laughs> from my experience with this, you know, um, I always say that awareness is the key when it has to do with integration. And, um, you know, I think that it was just part of the process. I know, I don't think I know that it was just part of the process. So I definitely feel like I'm rambling at this point. Um, but I have a lot more to say. <laughs> I have so much more to say about this. So um, if you could just reel me in a little bit more, yeah. um, maybe I could you know, totally. get more onto the, onto the topic. So, <laughs> yeah. So let's just start with uh, just saying to the audience that uh, during the first big half of the pandemic, you were quite isolated and had this like sheltered kind of time, very limited interaction. And, and you were taking good care of yourself, you know, that you have a very good diet and lifestyle and exercise, you know, and, and all of these things. And, and you were taking care in your own way, you know, as you knew how to stay healthy and to stay grounded and positive. So, so what happened, you know, like, do you remember that time when you got this test and how did you feel and what happened in the first few days? You know, what did you do and, and then how things evolved from there? Yeah, so like you just said, um, I just, I have a history of, you know, living a pretty, a very healthy lifestyle. Um, I have a good, I have a good system. And um, at the end of the day, what, what the medicine has shown me over and over again is that I have the ability to, to heal myself. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I, I like, I saw it, um, in so many ways. And so, you know, when I spent a year and a half or two years or however long it was, um, you know, just continuing these practices of, um, 
continuing to eat well, being extra aware of eating well, um, practicing positive talk to myself. Like that's especially the, the positive talk is something that was much newer to me. So, um, you know, all of a sudden when I got this positive test result, (laughs) um, I like had, I had panic attacks all over again. And, um, and for me to have like (laughs) graduated from having these panic attacks or just grown so far away from even the thought of like having a panic attack again in the way that it, it happened to me when I read that positive test result, I, it was actually like debilitating all over again. And kind of like you had said, I, I just like, there was a part of me like now looking back, I'm like, how did I used to live like this all the time? (laughs) One, (laughs) like, I know that's not really something, you know, that you asked, but it was just like, okay, I can look at it this way or I can look at it that way, you know, um, which way am I going to go? Like, which path am I going to take? Am I going to remember the way it felt to have panic attacks all the time and go into, fall into the state of fear? Or am I going to, um, you know, take what I've learned from my integration and what the medicine has taught me and still teaches me every day. That was a lesson. And I, I was able to, you know, continue working with the medicine in this situation. So what I did was I found a balance. I found a balance. Um, you know, I was triggered. I fell into the fear. Um, there was a, a huge amount of collective fear just in the world and the atmosphere um, and a lot of things going on personally. So what I did was, um, like I said, I took a balance of that. What was going to make me feel better? And, you know, the old me would have done certain things, but the new me decided to take it this way. So I reached out to multiple modalities, multiple people, um, for advice and to just feel like I was the most prepared as I could be. And, um, like I said, that's what I did in this situation and ultimately acting in that way did, you know, it did bring me out of the fear and it did remind me that, you know, despite, despite certain, um, opinions of other people, I wasn't going to be manipulated. Um, I wasn't going to be influenced, um, by any specific opinion and that ultimately the only opinion that mattered at the end of the day was mine. I do appreciate and I'm grateful for the different opinions that were available to me. But despite me being very vulnerable, despite me being in this this state of fear, I was able to take this first pretty um, triggering and vulnerable situation. 
um, filled with lots of shadows <laughs> um, and stand in my boundaries. And that was something that in the past, I recognized that barely existed at all. I didn't even know what boundaries were. So um, I, you know, I thought that that was, especially looking back and being able to have the opportunity to talk about it again, um, you know, I, uh, I, yeah, I just, um, it's so, it's so interesting because yeah, I, at the end, I just, you know, trusted, trusted myself and, um, turns out I'm fine, <laughs> but I knew, I, I knew I was going to be fine. Like I said, um, I have this, I have a, a pretty specific active lifestyle. I practice a lot of yoga asana. Anyone who knows me from the other podcasts or on clubhouse, um, knows that. And, um, you know, I make everything that I, that I put in my body from scratch, um, with like, with lots of love and in my house and, um, yeah. So, um, can't wait to go to your <laughs> I can't wait to have you here. <laughs> I know you always send me the beautiful pictures of your creations. And so, so yummy. It's so fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Thank you. Well, I think, you know, um, that probably all of us who um, are listening or are, you know, uh, coming across this podcast can relate that fear is something that is the most difficult to handle from all the emotions. And especially when there is great fear, if you are, you know, in a state of panic, you are in that kind of survival mode and you acting mm. upon that fear, right? And that's, right. that's familiar for most people. And that's when, you know, uh, the fear gets overwhelming that we, we, we get stuck in that fear and we get panic attack and we are in that constant state of fear and we are in that survival mode. So when yes. we are on that, in that survival mode, then we are not able to use logic and insight and discernment and intuitive guidance because those kind of attributes are overwritten by the reptilian brain, which is the, you know, survive at all costs. And what happens, you know, normally when we are in this state, we are looking for help, looking for a solution, looking for an yeah. answer. And then normally people listen to the person who shouts the loudest or is the more aggressive yeah. telling you what to do. And because you are afraid and you are confused and you don't know what to do because you don't have access to that because you are in that state of fear and activation and survival. Therefore, you know, just to get out immediately from the fear, people just, you know, make a decision and listen to that most influential person who is, who is close to them at yeah. that moment. And that's what's happening, you know, when there is no awareness, but it's kind of like an automatic response. And I think it was so beautiful how you described that you know, what happened to you, that you have the awareness. So, and, and you always say, and we always say here, it's not just in ayahuasca integration, I think in life general, yeah. awareness is the key, you know? <laughs> so even though, you know, you, you were in a state of panic and fear, but you had the awareness. So you, that means already that you were not completely lost because you were right. able to observe that I am in fear, I am in a panic. 
you know so that's already you know like a great step forward and then you made okay i need to take some positive action you know to calm down first before i make any decision so that was the first thing that you didn't do to make a decision out of the fear and the panic you know whatever that decision may be but yeah. you took time to take positive action to calm down and i remember that you were doing breath work and uh, you know listening to the guided meditation and you know yes. just using a lot of tools that you have to to calm your system down and also to reach out to support people you know and get their mm -hmm. perspective and their information into consideration and exploring you know different options that you had at that moment and then yes. once you once you managed to calm down first you know and you were not in that state of panic and you reached out and you had a bunch of information because you 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 explored you know what avenues you can take then you sit with this information and 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 you tuned into yourself and and, and said okay what feels best for me what feels best for my body myself uh, which path, you know, to yes. take is uh, so most aligned like, with yeah. me. I feel like I was the one who was finally speaking the loudest. Like I was the one who got to be the lion. I was the one who got to be the lion in this time. And that's something because before I started this, um, this healing and awakening, I was always acting out of a state of fear because I was always in fear. So I never trusted myself. I always trusted whatever anyone else said or whatever the other lions were saying, whoever, like you said, was screaming the loudest. I would just be like, okay, I guess I'm going to go that road. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, really, it's so, so cool that I was able to, um, like, I, like it's just said, I was able to, I was the one who got to make the decisions this time and it should be that way. But, you know, Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, but, yeah. and, you know, the trust, you know, I think what you're saying is that you learn from your work with the medicine to trust your body, to trust yes. yourself. And you learn that that works out for you. Good. You learn that from experience. It's not some intellectual, yeah. spiritual blah, blah that we are talking about. But you learned, you I know, did. from experience of like, how, how does your life look like when you listen to always other people and how does it look yeah. like when you follow your own you know best uh, assessment and you know and, and decision making and and that's what that's what you did you know exactly. right yeah. now yeah. which is the most amazing accomplishment regarding that there was a huge fear present that normally you know overwhelms people so the awareness is not there and then you are regressing back into and and i remember that you had pressure so there were people around you who were very aggressively were trying to convince you and manipulate you to to follow their advice whatever that may be yeah. and and you had That's to correct. firmly uh, establish boundaries there in order so you can preserve your your sovereignty and you know not yes. allow other people to to push you or to bully into you know something that you do not want yeah so you're right these are some more things that I had that were really difficult for me to do, but I got the opportunity to practice, um, not just, not just the boundary, but an extended form of the boundary, which was, um, which was distance from 
um, from some aggressive people that, um, that I did reach out to and that did know of my situation and that were, um, uh, offering advice <laughs> forcefully, um, but it, it didn't align with my beliefs. And, um, you know, because of that, um, you know, because of that aggression and because of like, just that, that feeling of, um, disconnect, I guess that I, I just, like you said, in order to stand in my power and regain, obtain, sustain my sovereignty. Yes, I did. I did have to practice this form of distancing and, um, most of that distance is uh, still in place today. Um, so um, it's just the way it is, but I'm really healthy and um, I feel good about myself and yeah, I, I just wanted to choices. So. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, like, how did everything work out for you? Because that's, you know, always we're measuring by the results. So, you know, like what well. happened, like how long it was, how are you feeling now? What was the route that you took, you know, and, and yeah, what's happening? So if, do you do you deem it as a success listening and trusting yourself or you say, no, I should <laughs> listen to that other person? Uh no, I definitely, it would definitely be a success that I listen to myself. Um, ultimately, no matter what, uh, <laughs> I do just feel like this was a very unique experience and opportunity to be able to um, go through this type of navigation at this, <laughs> at this point in my life. Um, and I think that a lot of people might be able to relate to it. And I hope that I hope that whoever's listening maybe can. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know, as people can see, you are completely recovered and completely healthy. And, you know, that is the testament of, okay, you know, whatever you chose, you know, to, to be your path, it did work out for you. So, again, this is another reassurance for us. This, this is how we gain these experiences and gaining that, building that trust back in, in ourselves. I think that was like so broken for, for a lot of people. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, how does it feel? Do you feel even more empowered and confident and powerful after this experience? Because I think that that's quite a big thing, that the power of the fear, I'm, I'm sure everybody experienced that in their life, it can be so gripping and so paralyzing, you know, so to, 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 to overcome, you know, this power, you know, and say, hey, you are not the boss here, you know, I am the boss here, that I think that's, that's, you know, quite, yeah, uh, wow. that builds up your self-esteem a little bit, so how are you feeling? <laughs> um, I mean, you just said it so well, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, so many times, yes, uh, because, like, the thing is, <laughs> when I, um, when I first made the choice or made the decision to, to start working with the medicine, like I, I had to overcome so many physical ailments and emotional and spiritual ailments that were like way, way more severe than what I was going through or feeling with COVID. So, um, I feel like I might need to answer that in, 
you know, in like a big picture and the smaller picture, because even like the COVID situation is such a small, um, I mean, it was a really big like stepping stone and like learning situation, but at the same time, it's all like, it seems so little in the big picture, um, which is all, like, it's really cool. So it's just like, if I could make those choices and overcome everything else that I overcame, like, of course, of course I'm gonna, you know, overcome something like this. Um, and yeah, sometimes when I, when I do go into the story or when I do describe it to like friends or, you know, anyone who wants to like hear my story or listen about it, I do feel like it was like a mini spiritual reset to go through this whole um, testing positive for COVID situation and everything else that I went through, got to go through that happened for me when I, when I was sick. So yeah, I, I do feel like, you know, um, I kind of forget, I forget what you asked me. I was wondering that if there was any learning for you from this situation and if there was, what, what would you say the learning was for you, you know, from this situation, your takeaway? Um, my, like, I think the biggest takeaway was, is that, um, not to ever, you know, think that everything is finished and that everything is, you know, perfect and, um, you know, totally complete. I mean, it is, but like, don't be afraid when, or if, you know, something like this does happen, whether it's like little or big and, um, you know, certain um, triggers do come back or certain old patterns or conditioning do come back because um, it's just another lesson and it's just something that gives you a choice to continue to grow in your path and um, oh my gosh yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> that is that's what I learned the most and like kind of the whole theme of this is that I'm so grateful for this to happen to me because I was able to um, really be reminded that I'm I like I'm my own healer and that I need to listen to myself and that's that's the best way that I'm gonna grow in all of these aspects. So yes, that's what I mostly learned from this oh, and how how I was really reminded, you know how how paralyzing fear is like I kind of said at the beginning how did I used to live like this like no more of this like you know bring it back to me once in a while so that I know you know <laughs> so that I know how to you know continue to navigate this but um for sure like uh we we should uh make decisions out of like faith and love and self and not out of fear that's what I learned the most. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. And, you know, I wanted to share this because I think just so many people facing deep fears, yeah. you know, right now and have to make, you know, strong decisions and big decisions in their life, in their regarding, you know, not just necessarily their health, but, you know, any other areas in their life. And, 
that's my 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 belief you know uh, very strongly that the best decision we can only make for ourselves because nobody really knows what's best for you because nobody knows you as as well as you know yeah. yourself but at the same time we need to be able to tune in to that voice you know that is telling us you know what is that is coming from within you know yeah. and say, especially and, if it's I, new for you yeah yeah and I think that exactly that yeah. many people also more likely to listen to other people's opinion because they are so disconnected from this inner voice and they yes. do not hear it you know and then of course what you're gonna do you have to make a decision you you will make the decision based on the all the other voices that you're hearing and right. Yeah, it might be that that some of the people who listen to this podcast will not be, you know, in agreement with this, but I invite you, you know, whichever perspective you have to to think about your life and what what work what works for you, you know, whatever you're doing, how does it working for you? Because I think that's for me a good way to measure things if i'm not sure that okay is this for my benefit or is this for my detriment you know sometimes <laughs> it can get a little bit of confused and and i think it's a good question to ask we always talk about here to ask the good question you know how is this working out for me this behavior this you know this whatever this decision or whatever that is that you're doing you can ask this question and just be honest with yourself you don't even have to tell anybody just honest with yourself and you 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 can really see what is working what is not working we are advocating for this here because we have the experience you know both ways you know so yeah. you you can compare that okay how was my life you know as libby said you know gripped in anxiety and and pain and and, and fear and yeah. everything when 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 you were disconnected from this voice always and looking outward i was always yeah. looking for external sources and yeah. like that just wasn't working for me exactly like time and time again my patterns weren't when i was you know presenting that behavior it wasn't working for me so exactly you know and you know yeah. as we are saying also here you are the healer so uh, you know, the medicine is a catalyst and we talk obviously about the medicine because we are very passionate about this subject, but we always say, you know, that is your dedicated everyday work that this makes makes this happen. And as Libby said, you know, like she has practices and habits that she developed, you know, that are self-serving, you know, and, and keeping her in alignment and in that state of you know groundedness where she can you know hear that voice and 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 and, and uh, follow you know her own uh, guidance and uh, and that is important you know that is very important that we keep keep doing this work and and apply what we learned you know and apply it especially in difficult situations and trust ourselves that we are able you know to overcome and we are able to take the power back and take the rain back even even though we are maybe triggered or we are overwhelmed momentarily we can come back to that center we can come back to that voice and and i think for me that's very relaxing that's a very relieving thought you know and yeah, very it's like this is just temporary that yeah comforting kind of another thing exactly. that was another thing that really you know helped get me through it was you know like these symptoms are just temporary 
and I'm gonna be okay. You know, it's this will pass. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's in so many things in life too. Like so yeah. many things. So. This too shall pass. I think I yeah. was considering one one moment to have that as a tattoo, but. I remember I don't need it <laughs> to be written on my skin, but I think that's, that's very true. And sometimes, you know, we feel that, oh my God, this is going to last forever. And that's very unlikely as, you know, the one yeah. thing that is probably sure is change. So we have to go with that. I want to ask you, um, because this is a question that sometimes we talk about because we say love is the medicine and, uh, so what is your definition of love? What would you say, you know, being through like such a deep experience oh in the last few years, like what would you say love is for you and what is like love and self-love and how, how do you feel this in your life? Like, what do you think about that? That's a really deep question. <laughs> um, wow. So to me, love is just you know love whenever I ask myself what is love I start with like you know pure white light and um then from there it just you know just it like radiates like the vibrations of kindness um wholeness being held holding space um you know, just, um, it's just like a feeling of like abundance and beauty. And it's like, this is such a crazy question. <laughs> like, um, and like, cause love is healing. Love is everything. Love is literally everything. It's the highest vibration. It's, um, it's literally just everything that's good, everything that's good. And um, I love that love yeah everything that's good is love, love is everything that's good <laughs> i love that i love I, you I really love that. <laughs> how, you can use how, that love is yes. everything that's good yeah how how do you feel that your relationship with yourself became so much more loving like in the last few years, how does that manifest? You know, how does that look like when, if I would want to explain somebody, hey, self-love, and they were like, I have no idea what does that mean? Uh, yeah, um, I used to not know what self-love meant either, like self-care, um, like it is not, like it's not like bath bombs and like bubble baths <laughs> and like face masks, like that stuff is cool and like fun and like it could be, you know, part of a routine. But um, uh, self-love to me has just turned into like, um, I mean, I didn't even really think about it so much this way until literally sitting here like live in this podcast is <laughs> choosing love over fear, like mm. literally just choosing love over fear because I'm sitting here like remembering the way that I used to treat myself, granted, at the time, I was not aware of my choices because I was, you know, living in a state of victimhood. But when I was constantly living in fear, that wasn't, that wasn't self-love and that wasn't self-care. I was like destroying my body because I was like anxious all the time. And I was like living in this survival mode, how we just described. So 
now self-care was making that choice to like walk this path instead and with the awareness comes the choice and so like moving out of those destructive patterns of like almost basically abuse I know it's abuse now I didn't know at the time but you know self-love is just you know taking care of yourself um setting boundaries trusting yourself like just the simple act of trusting yourself is it demonstrates so much love for yourself like that is that is so much love for yourself it's just like it seems like really basic but um I think like in our society today, you know, it's really easy to second guess yourself or look outside for things. And I'm not saying you shouldn't ask for advice. Definitely like, you know, do what you got to do. But at the end, ask the good, ask yourself the good questions. And I think that trusting yourself um, is like one of the most like deepest acts most deepest (laughs) one of the deepest acts of self-love so I think so too um, that is so true and I I so love it that you said it this way you know and um, and the boundaries as well which is you know saying no at certain moments which is which is so so difficult for so many people you know for so many I still work on it all the time yeah exactly it's work in progress yes it is such a practice yeah and I read, yeah. you know, a quote about this and I felt that's really like hit home for me as well that it said that healing is self-love. If you if you heal oh yourself, if you are you know, going in a path of healing and awakening and want to, you know, um, release your suffering and, and feel better, that's because you care about yourself and care about your life. So even to be committed, you know, to do healing work, therapy work, that's a huge act of self-love, I think. Oh my gosh, I think like I just got the chills because yeah, yeah, I that it's very, I resonate so much with that. And I think that's like kind of exactly why I did it <laughs> and continuing to do it. Um, I'm just way more aware of it now. So um, it comes a lot more naturally, which is also just very liberating that it, um, you know, a lot of it is like consciousness for sure, but um, the more you practice it and the more you're aware of it is, um, it's just, it, that becomes your, your new normal. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. We can have a new normal, a better normal, (laughs) hopefully. So I think that's a good, good way to close. So yeah, let us know what you think in the comments or yeah, send us a message if you want to share your story, how you face your fears and work through that or manage, you know, to liberate yourself from the grip of fear. Because I think that's definitely um oh, it's a really good topic you know, topic, <laughs> yeah. topic worth tell sharing me, your, tell sure. me what you do <laughs> yeah tell us what you did and how <laughs> how much do you love yourself now 
and how wonderful yeah. your life is and yeah leave your comments if you like then please share this video we are relying on you guys to put this out and share this with people who might be interested you know the the topics that we are talking about here i want to say big big thank you for everybody who is listening and was listening in the last two years for uh, to this podcast because uh, I, we have more than 5,000 downloads so that's pretty cool uh, <laughs> I have no idea who are the people so it's like somewhere in the ether I guess but yeah I'm super happy and that's why we are doing this and we'll keep continue doing this because there's a lot of good juicy topics you know that we want to still talk about so yeah come and see us in Clubhouse with Libby like every second Tuesday we're gonna have it next Tuesday not tomorrow not tomorrow but the one after but so i think it's after. april 5th yeah we're april. gonna put the link in the description yeah. description and yeah join clubhouse is really cool there are very nice people very good conversations you know worth checking it out and it's interactive so you can participate it's audio only so you know if you are like shy don't worry you nobody will see you you don't even have to speak you can just listen yeah. but you can also participate i really like it because it's interactive and uh, yeah we are have a lot of things brewing if you are interested in training to be an ayahuasca integration professional who helps people in the preparation and in the integration phase so it's not serving the medicine or about you know holding ceremony then check out my website avatarhealingarts.com per training and that's that's where you find all the information about that and yeah write us or comment you know if you have any particular topic that you want to yes. hear about and then we can you know tailor some podcasts to to what you want to hear about because it's important that you know for us because well, i think we have so much in our mind you know we could just talk for a good while but it's good to hear your feedback so thank you for listening thank you for following and sharing and subscribing to my channel thank you libby so much for coming today yeah I'm gonna, yeah, do you, uh, do you have anything else you would like to share before we finish? No. <laughs> thank you so Thank you yeah, so that much. Was, that was a deep, deep dive. Thank you for sharing <laughs> your heart so honestly and openly and yeah, courageously and showing a brilliant example for people. So I love you, yeah, sister. Thank you. Yeah, love sending you. lots of love from our hearts to, to your hearts to everybody. See you in the next podcast. Lots of love.